The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. The after show. I can't hit the high notes. Maybe if I put on women's shoes like Jonathan. Yeah, maybe you could pull it off. This is the no Mr. Jonathan after show because uh, we had no Mr. Jonathan uh, in the last show. It was awesome. awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was good. It was the big Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. You learned a little about cigars. And, and, you know, Barry and I could actually talk. Yeah, it was very casual. Yeah. You like it like that? I, I liked it. We'll see. All right. Mm-hmm. See what the people think, because yeah. they could write in and say how good it was, yeah. and maybe win, uh, if they say the Islanders were doing good or something, yeah. they could win. Not not anymore. Not anymore. No, you got to change that we're, up. We're going to change it up so, so that there's a, there's a way to do it, and he can be mad. But Who cares? Yeah. He's always mad. He's mad. So... Uh, if you read any publications about cigars, you'll notice there's a lot. It's it's more lifestyle magazines that are out there, and they'll tell you if you get a private jet and mm. um, pretty girls and um, microbrew beers and all kinds of different things that these magazines have. I only read one. It's the only one mm. because it's the only one that is just full of cigar information. And that's Cigar Journal Magazine. And I bring this up because the new issue came out, mm. but also that this week... Um, every year that they do their award ceremony, the Cigar Trophy Awards, they call it, Best Cigars of the Year, basically, or uh, however they're, they're judged. First off, they're judged by people nominating cigars. Correct. This is definitely by the people for the people. Yeah, yeah. So this award ceremony that usually uh, either happens at our trade show each mm-hmm. year or they've done it in Germany. And Intertobacco, Inter- which Tobac. was canceled this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So what are they going to do this year? And this year it's going to be this Friday, September 18th, and they're going to do it virtually, which is pretty cool because mm-hmm. most most of us, including myself, I did go to one awards when it was in Las Vegas one year at the uh, IPCPR trade show. You know, uh, you know what we haven't done is go to their taste testing, right? Mm. We got an email on that. That's coming up, right? Yeah, they have it often. In, it was but, in Austria, I yeah, think. It's a long <laughs> so, it's a We long could ride. go. You want to do it someday? Yeah, we'll do we'll the, see it and show and show up, and they'll be like, do, "We'll do the show." Do they do they speak English when you go to the tasting? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry's. Uh, it turns out Barry's multilingual, so it doesn't matter what language he'll he'll tell you what's going on. Yeah, I'll translate. You can insult anybody in any language. <laughs> right. Yes, I can. Yes. He can. <laughs> um, so the Cigar Journal Awards, uh, less than a week away. The Cigar Trophy Awards ceremony, twenty twenty, will take place Friday. September 18th at 11 a.m. Miami time. Miami time they put down here. So it's usually New York time. 
or Eastern time. Eastern, we're still daylight time. Yeah, then they have 5 p.m. Berlin, 11 p.m. Hong Kong. Um, don't miss the live stream on Facebook, Facebook um, dot slash Cigar Journal. Hmm. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it, too. So it is um, 11 a.m. So Friday we'll be working, but we'll put it on and, and see who ends up winning. Uh, I'm rooting for um, Nelson Alfonso for um, other country. Other country. Mm. Atabay, uh I don't think ever received an award besides us giving the Cigar of the Year to him many, many years ago. Uh, but seeing him nominated was nice anyway, uh, along with great cigars across the board. They do it not just the brand, but a brand will win, and a brand size will be in, in separate. And they go by countries. It's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if they'll Zoom the winner in or Ooh, how that's going to happen. So. Who knows? It might be the most interesting um, live presentation that happens. It could could be a lot of p- people that are in it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that never get to go to these things because yeah. they're, you know they're held either in Vegas or Germany or you need. And a, nor are they ever broadcast, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're never open to the public. Yeah, and this will be an interesting look into the inside workings. Yeah, see what it is, and, and keep in mind that some of the brands you won't even know because they're they're top heavy in right. Europe. Uh, sometimes cigars that aren't even available in the U.S end up being nominated and winning right. and uh, you which know, is I, part of what i like about the magazine it's really a world magazine you know and yeah the lounges in germany or something i yeah, just yeah. find it interesting yeah and it's a good resource if you ever head over there and mm-hmm. it, it's available the magazine itself is available in english but also in a Spanish edition mm-hmm. and also a German edition, uh, the same exact magazine. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously you listen to the show, you're hearing us, you probably want it, the English version and stuff. But cigar shops end up carrying it, or you can go to cigarjournal.com and subscribe to it and, and get it in four mm-hmm. times a year. And it's a good read because it's just all cigars. Right, there's every, no watches, there's no, no luxury nothing, boats. Nothing, nothing. Cigars. So this particular issue uh, is the autumn issue of Cigar Journal. We're in autumn now. Mm-hmm. Not officially. Yet. Not officially. Well, and, and not officially because you're a subscriber yourself. I am. But you haven't got your issue. No. So I had to let you borrow mine uh, because we got them in the stores. Yeah. So usually it goes the other way around that the subscribers get them a few days before the stores, and I'll hear somebody say, oh, I got my Cigar Journal magazine, and I'm like, oh, I didn't come in yet, and then a huh. few days later it shows up, but yeah. we, we got the little jump on you now. Um, on the cover of it, Jonathan Drew has been in the cigar industry for almost 25 years, um, and this kind of digs deep into Jonathan Drew. So if you're a Jonathan Drew and Drew Estate uh, guy, um, check it out. You'll see uh, all about him. The most intriguing thing is I typically see things in here that have not happened yet in the United States. I, mm. I didn't see this product yet. Right. And this comes to cigar accessories, which really interests me. Um, changing the cigar world, one redux, tube ducks. Tubo. Tubo. T U B. I know you love me when I spell yeah. T U B E A U X. I'm thinking Tubo. Yeah, the X is silent. Okay. Tubo at a time. It took an odd set of circumstances that accumulated into the creation of Tubo, a universal tool addressing a multitude of opportunities in the cigar industry, a real game changer, as the founder describes. 
And what it is, is a display cabinet in a little uh, countertop, a very small countertop, a medium-sized countertop, yeah. or a, a standalone, a, a, a giant standalone, and an even giant a standalone. But the whole case is filled with tube cigars. So regular boxes of cigars that come in tubes is only the only thing that fits inside these things. And there's a spring mechanism that pushes the cigar forward as it goes. But also, if you've ever gone into a hotel in the in the uh, bar, um, what do they call that? The little self-service bar in your room? Mini bar? Mini bar. That when you take out one of the um, little alcohol things, Barry, you must have done that in the past. I'm guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Barry just takes them all out. There's a little light or something underneath that says, okay, you took it and you're going to be charged for it, right? So this thing keeps track of the cigars that have been removed from it. So the person that bought this, you're going to set up your own company basically at that point, And you're going to be a distributor to these cigar bars, convenience stores, golf shops, whatever you're going to end up doing, that you're going to have an app that's going to tell you each one of these ones you place and what has been sold at that point. Also, the humidity inside each one of the cases to know they're kept mm -hmm. fresh. By the way, they're all in tubes anyway, so they're going to last a lot longer uh, to begin with. And now you're going to set up your own route to end up selling cigars. So there's going to be opportunities in that case also for a cigar store to end up having this display on there, uh, maybe on the counter or having a whole display on it. It looks so awesome because some of these tubes are so beautiful that mm. come there. Yeah. Um, you could set it up with just one company could buy one and just have it for their specific, specific tubes, or somebody could actually create a new business. You want to be in the cigar business? Here's the opportunity to be in the cigar business, and you start a route. I'd be curious if this thing takes off, if more companies start releasing stuff in tubes, because tu tubes is a very Cuban thing for the most part. I mean, there are some tubes on domestic cigars here in the U.S. Yep. or U.S. available cigars, but for the most part, they're not as popular in U.S. cigars versus Cuban cigars. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if this takes off. Will we see an Aladino tubo? Will we see a Aroa tubo? If they want to, if they want to be able to get into yeah. this mix, they're going to have to. Much as during COVID nineteen, one of the biggest sellers, and we had Nick Perdomo on the show, uh, and I talked to him about this. He was already doing great with his little bag. Um, Humi bags yep. with the four cigars mm -hmm. inside the bag. He was doing sensational with them, but then it really exploded during COVID-19 because you couldn't go into cigar stores, but liquor stores could, and liquor stores carried these, and then they were selling like crazy, wondering mm -hmm. where the sales went. They went to a lot of the big liquor chains that sold these packs. Even the people at um, Hammer and Sickle, they said it saved them during COVID-19 because they ended up having a pack that they put out before that. And then we're seeing lots and lots of people getting into that. As you're saying, Barry, I think you're going to see something like this take off. And then every company is going to want to make at least one size of their cigar in a tube so that if this thing takes off, you, you want the opportunity to be involved in that. And the only way to do it is to end up having a tube. So that looks like a whole nother business um, that could be popping up. Uh, another thing on here is uh, online courses. Yeah, I found that interesting. Yeah. They went and reviewed uh, a couple of them and then one that they're actually in pilot with right now. And the pilot one seemed more consumer-oriented, whereas the other two seemed more like uh, 
training yeah. for people in retail yeah. or in cigar bars. Yeah, but. Jorge Amatros has probably one of the most known ones uh, tobacco in this university. Yeah, but it's not teaching you sales. It's teaching you about the tobacco. Right. Unless you've got to go into making your own cigar, blending mm-hmm. and all that. Right. It's, for, you know, it's geared toward the cigar geek. Geek, really yeah. geek, yeah. Sommelier, I think, you get to be called. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm big on to um, anything that's going to end up helping and educating people on cigars because it makes them a, a better customer, a better consumer, enjoy it better uh, right across the line. So, um you know, they're talking here of buying online or curbside, having limited space, um, you know, t- t- tapping onto all different aspects mm-hmm. of education that's happening here. And, of course, like every magazine uh, that comes out or any blog, um, there's typically ratings. Yep. And we're lucky enough here on the Cigar Authority, all four on the panel here are tasters for Cigar Journal Magazine, and I like to go through because I like to see if any of the wording or things that I right. did. Yeah, I've never uh, seen Chinese peapods make no, it into no. a radio. I say to Jonathan all the time, I said, I don't see any of your crazy things that you end up saying. Maybe you got to calm it down a little bit uh, and, and go to the flavor wheel. By the way, uh, we talked about the flavor wheel. If you want a flavor wheel, um, go to the cigarauthority.com. Yep, on the right-hand side, you'll see a graphic for get your free flavor wheel. Click here, click there. Fill out the basic form and uh, check your email 30 seconds later, and uh, we'll get you one of these wheels. Yeah, and then you'll see uh, this one is a basic flavor wheel when it comes to cigars of plant, spice, earth, fruit, nuts and miscellaneous items that are there but off of that becomes many different things that it could be and then eventually we're going to actually uh maybe it'll be part of the show as as we do stuff in the show to branch off of that and get into these crazy things that you end up hearing us say but that's where it's based out of so that's a great way to start to do it so it's there for you taking and um you can see exactly how we do it for cigar journal the cold draw the first third second third final third and the overall review of what it is um it's, it's only for you to take you know you don't get it and send it into us of of your final thing but something for you to branch out and get more educated when it comes to flavors of cigars mm-hmm. of these tasting notes mm-hmm. that we do but although, uh, although that might be fun one day to uh send out a blind cigar to all the listeners and get them to do a numeric rating yeah and then just see where we end up yeah now it might not be fun for whomever makes the cigar but right, maybe it'd right. be great yeah so ratings are, are interesting because I typically don't rate cigars by numbers. Uh, the only time I have to do it is on Cigar Journal. Yeah. We, they we're forced to do it, so we end up doing it. Um, and Barry, you do it all the time. All the time. Yeah. And you've been doing it for how many years now? <sighs> I've been doing it since, uh, we'll say somewhere between 98 and 2002. I don't remember the exact year. Wow. Four years off, though? What happened? Yeah, it was either the- just before... The the turn of the century, or or or, how do you after? not know four plus years plus or minus two years yeah. four? Mean, well, plus or minus, so yeah. two on either side. We'll yeah. say two thousand, close enough. Yeah, but anyway, it's twenty years anyway, right? Yeah. Um, the thing about that is, you got the you got the chance to butt hurt somebody. 
or put yourself up there that you rate something high and then somebody says, are you out of your mind? You're crazy or something. We're doing it blind so it becomes a whole different thing. We don't know if we're hurting or helping anybody. We're just giving our honest opinion and that's the way... that's the way Cigar Journal yeah. does it. And we got into that last week on the after show about how ratings affect uh, companies. Yeah. And Jonathan's taking a beating for me when I gave something in 89. Right, right. Of, of saying the way it yeah. is. But I like looking at the end, and we have rated the cigars that are in there and I looking think- at, at what gets it. Because sometimes when they, when they show it to us, I'm actually surprised. Oh, my God, I rated something that I didn't think yeah. I liked. My, or, or the opposite. Yeah. You know, sometimes I've been shocked, you know. I rated it that low. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we're pretty good. Yeah. That we end up getting in. And the top rated cigars in this issue is 93. And two cigars became a 93. One was the Padron number 46 Natural, 93. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a cigar I never had before, nor do I know if I smoked it on the blind. I don't recall. Daniel Marshall by Fuente Opus X 2020. Hmm. A limited release, which is interesting. They did a, a, a one-time limited release for 2020 by Daniel Marshall made by Opus X. Hmm. I don't remember smoking that cigar. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember seeing it on see our it list. On our list, yeah. And Daniel Marshall. Because they tell he, us after. He's a humidor maker. He right. has a close relationship with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he's made a lot of cigars, uh, a lot of humidors for celebrities. And Fuente made a cigar brand for him, uh, uh, an Opus X, just for his anniversary or whatever it is, right? That's correct. Uh, so 93 for both of those. I, I've never had the Daniel Marshall. I don't know. I have the, I've had the Padron 46 natural before. Uh, I prefer the Maduro, which is very weird. And I smoked the Maduro on Friday. Yeah? And, uh, you know, I, on the anniversary series, I tend to go natural, but on the family reserve series, I tend to go Maduro. Yeah. And how did you rate it? Uh, I smoked it for enjoyment, so I didn't really didn't think about it. And and I'm going to tell you that too: that (laughs) it takes the enjoyment out of enjoying a cigar Mm -hmm. when you have to go to not the thing you're going to do here with just tastes, Mm -hmm. but when you got to get into a numerical number of what Mm -hmm. what to do. You got to take it serious because this is these are companies and this is their brand, and you know it's like giving a bad review for somebody's restaurant or store or something like that. You got to be careful of doing it, but. At the same time, two things interest me when I look at ratings. I want to look at the most popular, which are those two. And I always interested in what gets the worst rating. How low does the scale go? Yeah. And in this case, it went to 84, which is a low number yeah. for Cigar Journal. Yeah. And remember, these are blind of people doing it. So, uh, Yeah, I would say there were only a couple of times that I went that low. Yeah. You know, because usually when you look at it, it's a lot of factors, right? There's construction, there's burn. So at some point, if it's a well-made cigar, it's going to get to a certain level anyway. Yeah. And then the taste comes in. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave out the name of the company if you want to see it, Buy Cigar Journal Magazine. <laughs> a tease. Right? Yep. Just get that and look what the law. But it's interesting what it is. It's a brand that we carried, and we don't carry any longer. Um, and uh, started off really big for us, and then it just slowed down to a screeching halt. I don't know if uh, something changed. I believe the factory changed. The factory changed. The factory mm. changed, and the cigar, which was a really good seller for us, 
you know, same band, same everything. And what ended up happening to the factory changed and, and blindfolded, there you go, 84. Mm -hmm. So it's not the same. And one of my favorite things in this uh, issue was uh, Irish whiskey and cigars. So there was a nice article on pairing cigars with Irish whiskey, a little bit of a um, review of some of the Irish whiskeys out there. What right. makes a whiskey Irish? Made in Ireland? That's correct. That's it? Okay. And yeah, I thought I saw one that caught my eye. Wasn't it a rum finish, rum barrel finish? I and saw I thought, that. Yeah, my Barry might like that. I saw that, and uh, I'm after the show today. I'm gonna see if I can get it at the liquor store here. There we go. All right. See, I knew that would appeal. Yep. Um, and the last thing towards the back of it is the most memorable cigar, and I think it's something I brought up on the show before. It's the Trinidad Fundadores. That's the cigar I paid three hundred dollars for, mm. and that was their most memorable cigar that they had. It's memorable to me because I paid so much <laughs> for it. Uh, not that it was a bad cigar; it was a good cigar, but it was worth no three hundred dollars no. uh, for for ten fifteen dollars. Great cigar for three hundred. Yeah. And I don't think you'll get them for ten or fifteen either. No, no, <laughs> no. So that and it's a Lancero too. So uh, that's what makes that different. So Cigar Journal magazine, and look out for um, this Friday, September eighteenth, eleven a.m. Eastern time. You go on to um, Facebook dot slash Cigar Journal. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Cigar Journal. That's they not made, what it says. They made a typo. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Facebook.com slash Cigar Journal. And two days from today. Which is today's Wednesday. Yes. So, yeah, it's this Friday, right? Correct. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the after show. Next week, looking forward to it, we have Justo Aroa, Christian Aroa, two brothers, two separate companies. And we're going to uh, see what's going on with them. Maybe we have some big news. Maybe we don't. <laughs> Tune in on Saturday and let's see. And uh, Mr. Jonathan will be back. So don't let that hurt you or, or keep you away because we're going to have uh, the, the Aroas on and they'll take charge. So until next time, this is the after show. And uh, put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.